This is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. February 23rd, 2013. Welcome, everybody. Uh, broadcasting from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. This week, candy bars and cigars. Yeah, it's official. We have actually nothing to talk about. Uh, <laughs> joining us uh, is the perfect guest for, for a day like this, uh, John Hart from Drew Estates. How you doing? And it's the second show in How a row, to be, to be uh, totally honest with you. Second show in a row, but we got a whole thing going on here. But first off, here is Mr. Jonathan. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. This week, we are at the Nashua Two Guys Smoke Shop. We are also the only radio show that does not just allow smoking. We insist, we demand, we want you to light up with us, if at all possible. Uh, You can catch our syndicated radio show on seven stations up and down the East Coast. And uh, we broadcast on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Or you can tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live, which is the only way you can catch this show live is to be on the website because we are, as David said, pre-recording but this one. But if they're one. not on the website, why for would next... you tell them that? Because they're not already there, so they don't know. Well, this way they'll know for next time. Next Pay time. attention. Okay. And the way we make our announcements is through Facebook. Typically, you catch us at uh, the Cigar Authority, our Facebook page, and we make announcements when we do recorded shows, and that's how you'll know. Or you can just friend request me, Mr. Jonathan, and uh, I'll take care of you. He needs uh, more friends is what he needs. I need more friends. Real friends. He, uh, need, he needs a real friend. And also... <laughs> I'm here for you, man. Yeah. Thank you, John yeah. Hart. You want to go uh, eat a sandwich or we something? We could. Maybe we can eat in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bologna? I don't eat bologna. Oh. See, now onions. you'd have to be listening to this, the last show to know what I this told is you, there's going to be inside jokes. So right. we also have the cigar station that plays our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. So this Sunday... They're going to be playing the show from two hours ago, yeah, which is last week. Yeah, confuse them even more. Confuse them even more. So anyway, this is the second show in a row. We're taping this show because right now I am in the Dominican Republic at the Pro Cigar Festival, which has been going on for years. It's a big festival celebrating cigars. They, they make cigars there in the Dominican Republic, and they celebrate it because it's a big part of the income of the people over there. So it's a big, big festival that's going on. I have never gone. I have gone Every year after it's over, because the big rush of people is gone, and I go and basically do the cleanup and go see what, what did I miss, basically. Uh, this year, they would have none of that, and they said, you have to, you have to actually come. So uh, I'll be back next week uh, reporting to you. Uh, look at them passing out candy. Oh. I'm losing all sense of thought of what's going on <laughs> here right now. But next week, I'll come back on the show and tell you all about... Uh, Use what guys. I learned, at, use the guys. Use guys use over guys. here. Hey, yo. Hey. I'll tell you all about what, uh, what you missed and uh, what to look forward to because sometimes they're going to release products there and show you what they got coming out. Everybody's there actually showing off. You know, let me show off what, what's going on. The cigar celebrities will be there. The um, new guys starting out. Uh, people that um, want to be popular and get known, they'll be there. So we'll check that out and lots more. But uh, all right. so I'm pretty excited about this. The first thing that we got to do because – so many people pair their cigars with liquor, and they pair their cigars with food. Some people do it with soda. 
but wine, beer. You don't always have access to those things. I mean, you can get soda whenever, I guess. Bologna sandwiches. What you have access to on, on the regular is candy bars. And people do smoke cigars and eat candy bars at the same time, especially if you've got full-bodied cigars. The sugar really does help yeah. regulate your blood Creaminess sugar. So the that chocolate, a piece of chocolate with a, with a cigar changes it dramatically. It we does. do that in our, our tastings that we do uh, for people. What typically happens when you do a pairing is you smoke the cigar and then you imbibe the thing that you, you are going to pair it with. We're going to do it a little backwards today. So I gave everybody a Reese's. Why wouldn't we? We're going to take do things backwards. Okay. We're going to take the Reese's and take a little bite out of it. Don't eat it all like I don't, normally oh, do. Oh, man. Can I have a fork and knife? Yeah. Josh, <laughs> mm. so the when, when we pitch this idea, and we mm. do uh, mm, it's like Saturday Night Live. Mm, piece of candy. It's James like, Woods. Oh, piece of candy. James I'll just wait until you guys are done. James Woods on the, uh, was a family guy, I believe. Yeah. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Go ahead. Oh, I can go now. Yeah. Terrific. I'll, so, be, I'll be interrupting you during the whole I, show. You do next every time. Th- next time he does, we'll just yell car. I'm drinking car. coffee. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm, car. On, I'm on cigar number We're about four. To go four, yep. I'm wired from coffee, and now I'm going to add the sugar thing into it. So this You're is, a pro. Yeah. You can handle this. Go ahead. Game on. Go. All right. I lost everything. <laughs> I lost everything. Which is exactly what I wanted to happen. So this is our... Oh, pitch. So we pitch ideas to each other. And we'll say, okay, what, are we, what if we do this on the show? It's like Saturday Night Live. No, that's not going to work. It's so, actually a show in itself. We should record it sometime. So um, Eric and I can't remember who pitched it at first, but we both were on board at the same time. Eric is one of the kids that works our mail order. Kids. He's a man. He's, He's a, a man, man dude. He's, He's, a man. Married. He's got a very hot wife. He's a stock and man. And she is a rocket scientist, in full disclosure. Really? True. For real. So we're, we're back there, and we he pitch the idea, run. and David he hit, says... He hit, the, he, hit the he hit the lottery. Yeah. yeah. David says, seen this kid, it's, it's never going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was John Hart that said that, just for the record. <laughs> Eric, I know you're listening. So I run across the street to the corner store, grabbed some candy, came back, and it, it worked exactly as I thought it would. David stopped everything he yeah, was yeah. doing and focused there on a, There was the a candy. lot going on that day, too, but everything stopped. <laughs> you have learned something about me. And so I gave him the Reese's first, and I said, take a bite of the Reese's. What cigar does it make everyone think of? Let's all say it at once. And three out of three said Julius Caesar. Mm. And so we're going to smoke Julius Caesar with the Reese's. This is Diamond Crown's Julius Caesar. Um, I love this cigar. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And uh, we are happen Sorry. to be in the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And uh, they were nice enough to put a cigar lounge inside our store. Um, part of that, having the cigar lounge, enables you to be able to get Julius Caesar. Not available in any place except for the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounges. So a um, l- little different than the, re- the other Diamond Crowns. I think it has a lot more uh, flavor. Uh, it's not a mild cigar by any means. It's got some oomph to it. Uh, made by the people at Toro Fuente. Uh, awesome cigar. Uh, and uh, we're going to pair it with the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. So while we're lighting up, I'll tell you a little about Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Uh, made of chocolate coated with peanut butter. You all know Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. The Hershey... Uh, Who doesn't? The Hershey Company. I, I'd say one of the biggest sellers, and right? And one of the greatest combinations in food, period. We, chocolate ever, and peanut butter. We ever. are from yeah, France. What you is remember the guy walking down the street, eating the chocolate bar, and a guy comes around the corner, another, another kid, and they bump into each other. He happens to be eating a jar of peanut butter walking down the street because that happens all the time. 
and they bump into each other, and, hey, you got your peanut butter in my chocolate. And the other kid says, you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. And they eat it, and wow, this is how they say the story happened. Uh, but the truth is it was inspired by Hershey. Genius. So, Genius. So the real story actually happened uh, around the time of Noah. Two guys realized that peanut butter and chocolate went well together, and uh, they decided they were going to share it with the world as soon as it stopped raining. Guys. And then it took a little longer to get the word out. No George Washington Carver story or anything like that? We're going right to Noah. Right George Washington Carver with a with peanut, no? Yeah. yeah. Um, Hershey, uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania, um, they, uh, in, is where they established the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, most popular, uh, where most popular candy. Uh, in 1963, several years after um, Mr. Hershey's death, Reese's sold, oh, of, the, of Mr. Reese's, he sold his company to Hershey um, for, now this was 1963. What do you think Mr. Reese's in 1963 sold his company to Hershey for? Several hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> $23.5 million. Wow. In 1963, that was more than $23.5 million. It was, yeah, was like a billion. Baloney. That is a ton no. of donuts right there. So there's big money in this in this uh, this type thing. Not only is there the the Reese's peanut butter cup, but um, in um, March and April you see the uh, the egg shaped oh, Easter yeah. egg. Phenomenal peanut butter cup. I don't Seems, like that one as mu- as much. I like it better. It's less chocolate, more peanut butter. It's great. Yeah, I don't. I like I like the combination of chocolate have and peanut you, butter. That's in I the have peanut such butter a hog. Cup. I didn't even notice. I was like, ooh, and then I eat it. That's all I do. I even make the little girly. Yeah? Yeah. Did you sit on the counter? Have you, have you guys been to Hershey yet? I have. No, I'm not. No, I'm not allowed go. there. <laughs> yeah, I went for a tour of it. Me. They have his picture up on the door. Yeah, Do not let him in. Do not let him in. Sends a lot of the wrong signals out. It's, it's a facial here, right? They know, they know what that means. If you listen to our show from last week, you would understand that hilarious joke. Hilarious. Hilarious. So, Julius Caesar, I'm lighting it up. Uh, the question is, does it go well with a Reese's peanut butter cup? I already lit mine up. And it goes phenomenal. It's the best. I think it brought out a lot of the natural sweetness of the Julius Caesar. We said it when we first. This is the inspiration of this whole thing was Julius Caesar Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Yeah. It's chocolatey. It's peanut. I don't know if you said the skin of a peanut or whatever ridiculous thing you normally say. Pulverized walnut shells is what I used to get from it. Okay, so walnuts and chocolatey. And, okay, so chocolate and nuts Peanuts, mm-hmm. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. It's good. It's really good. It's pretty good. He works for the other company. He can't say it's really good, but <laughs> which is okay. I said pretty. We understand. I said pretty. This is, this is pretty good. So um, this is like the, uh, this is something you get excited about actually. Made in the Dominican Republic. Toro Fuente Company makes a cigar for. The people at Diamond Crown, which is J.C. Newman, the oldest cigar factory left in Tampa, Florida. We should record you eating Reese's Peanut Butter Cups audio and just sell it as a CD. Yeah. It just made me hungry, just <laughs> hearing you chomping on that thing. Yeah, th- who's the guy that's going to get mad about that? That was like uh, that was like when Bugs Bunny eats a carrot. You know, when you, when you oh. see that and you, like, crave a carrot right afterwards? You guys can hear it in the background, can't you? Well, you know, we're not. Mr. Jonathan, can you fix this mic a little bit? Yeah, get that a little closer to you. There you go. You're Sorry, a soft yeah. talker. Sorry. There Sorry. we go. How's the, <clears throat> how the velvet tone's going now? Loving it. 
Oh, yeah. It's like a back. Adding chocolate into eating a, mm. smoking a cigar is awesome. Now, we do a uh, cigar tasting at our stores for charity all the time. We get people together and we teach them the proper way to light, cut, and smoke a cigar. What we introduce as, as they're smoking the cigar is we, we actually bring into it some nuts, unsalted wal- um, almonds. almonds, and then smoke the cigar again. And then later on, we bring in some chocolate and then smoke the cigar, continue to smoke the cigar. And it, dr- the taste of the cigar dramatically changes as you introduce flavors because in the particular cigar we, we're smoking at the time, I want them to taste the nuttiness and the creaminess of the cigar. At the beginning, they usually don't. And then we say, okay, let's add some nuts and let's smoke the cigar for a while. And they go, all right, I, I see what you're saying. We're, because they forget what nuttiness tastes your, like. Your palate is teachable. Yeah. So yeah. You, can, you can reintroduce flavors to your palate and remind your brain what those pathways are, what nuttiness tastes like. You know, most people smoke a cigar and they taste smoke. But there's underlying undertoned flavors in there. And you just remind your palate what that is. You have a little unsalted nut or you have a Reese's peanut butter cup and you teach your brain again what is sweetness, what is creaminess, what is nuttiness. And then you go back to the cigar and it changes your smoking experience. Hey, Dave, Dave, get your bell ringing hand ready. I'm getting it. I'm ready. You know what that's called? What? Neuroplasticity. That is huge wow. right there. <laughs> that is huge, my man. This yeah. has been the day oh, for $64 words. Oh, my goodness. Ne- Nero? Neuro. 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 from Everett. Plasticity. Is this true or are you making this up? No, this is true. It's really good. Yeah. If you were making it up, it's still good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true? Yeah, I got a golden shovel. If I'm making this up, I got a golden shovel. If, uh, but it's true. I just finished reading a book by Oliver Sacks. He's a neuroscientist. I, I got that wrong. I don't know really exactly what kind of neuroscientist he is, so I made that word up. But it was all about uh, music and people that have music disorders, and he talked about neuroplasticity all the time in that book. Hmm. And that's what it is. So you can yeah. make someone hear the music better if you give them chocolate? No, no, no. I can't, I can't even get into it. I only know the word. Okay. It's a good word. And I got to use it today. There yeah. you go. I'm impressed. Yeah. That's it. So was he. He thought he was going to go at least a year or two before he could get that one in. Yeah. And you got it in, it's off, it's on your check, your check oh. box, and that's it. So Fantastic. How's that bell ringing here? Is that okay? It's good. It's, it's good. good. It's, it's good. not sore. No, no. Okay. Because you got a lot. You got a lot on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been gearing up. So I have. Uh, so we're doing multiple. You gave me another one in the Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, you got to be able to keep it going. One of the rules when you're pairing cigars and candy bars is you must finish the entire candy bar. So That's you. Pretty easy to do. Listen, I've been practicing this my whole life. I have no problem finishing a candy bar. I'll actually go on, go on, go on record and say I've never not finished a candy bar my whole life. That's why you're a good American. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there was some horrific look you had on your face. One of the candy bars that didn't make it on, I had just had too much candy, and I tossed the end of it away, and you're like, what the hell what are was you it? doing? Come on. It was a sky bar or something. It was like sacrilegious. Yeah. What is your favorite candy bar? Mao Zedong. Horrible American. <sighs> My favorite candy bar, I'm going to go with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. As a kid, we used to sell them as a, for the, the school and raise money. For the real actual trip. ones or like the, the generic, like, you know? No, no, we sold real Reese's yeah. peanut wow. butter cups did in the four-pack. Did you go to private school? I did. Yeah. So uh, to raise money for doing f- off-brand stuff. Yeah. Stuff Are these regular size, what we're eating now? No. It's no. awful big, right? Well, the peanut butter cup is the same size, but I got the super-sized instead of spending the extra for the two separate ones. And having four wrappers going at once, I figured. Yeah, you know I, our production value. We can't is, afford all of that. Is, is a super size like the one you get in the movie theater? What is that? 
I don't know if those are the same size That's or not. That's king size. That's king size. Just king size? It says it right on there. Oh, yeah. really? I yeah. think that is the same one. I remember once for Halloween, maybe more than once, I think we did it a few times, we got the movie theater. Um, at the time, you couldn't buy that size, but we got the movie theater, cases of the movie theater, candy bars. And that's what we gave on Halloween, and we were a big hit yeah. when we moved into that neighborhood. I'd be okay. changing costumes and just keep coming over that's the whole night. Huge, I think dude. that was going on. That's huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I remember People, there was one lady in my neighborhood who was giving out Happy Meals. Like, you'd get a certificate for a Happy Meal. Not like a Certificate, though, but... Yeah, it was yeah. a little weird, but then I read it, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, you can't eat oh. the certificate. I remember a lady in the neighborhood would give bags of corn chips and potato chips and things like that and had it, and that was the big thing. And, you know, oh, my God, they're giving it. Because everybody's giving the same thing, the little, you know, a few of the little little things. Yeah, the rip-off ones. Did you have the health nut? Health nut. Yeah, so we'd like an apple. Like, yeah. Yes, you had that lady. Yeah. And we never had to worry about stacking our pennies. apples. Yeah, come on. Or, or the, or Don't the, eat an apple. Well, you know what? That never it. happened. Don't eat the apple at but that never happened. People put razor blades. We in never the had apple. to scan them because I would always take the apples and throw them directly back at the house. <laughs> wow. We didn't egg houses. We appled them. He's angry. Wow. I wasn't a gentleman back then. I eat the candy. I did say thank See, you for I the apple. Them, I just pop them like they're peanuts. Oh yeah, that was that was really. <laughs> I didn't even know I ate it. To be honest with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Who yeah, ate my Reese's? This is what a goldfish feels like. <laughs> You're not, you're not going to leave that. The, the one you got there, throw it away or anything. No, no, I'm, I'm just kind of milking it. Oh, yeah, don't don't, don't ever do that, that again. Are you going to eat that? Yeah. <laughs> Dave, do you, do you have a favorite candy bar? Oh, man. I don't know. The one in front of me. Right. Yeah, the one he's eating right now. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of the uh, Mounds. Oh, yeah. Almond the Joy almond? Mounds. I'm an Almond Joy guy. I'm not a Mounds guy. Yeah. No, Mounds is the home run. I like, I like the nuts. A little added subtle flavor. Well, the mounds like is the, the dark chocolate, and the almond joy. Almond joy, rather, is one with the uh, with the almond on it, and it's a lighter chocolate. It's more milk chocolatey. They're both delicious. I want yeah. one of those. You know, how, like they're two little small things in the package. I want one of those the size of a Snickers bar. That's what they should. Yeah, make. you're right. They should. That'd they do rip huge. you off with the uh, the Jeez, smaller ones. Just one bite, and it's gone. Yeah. Did, did you ever see? Um, I always they, bite the almond in half. They got I the big giant sugar daddy. You ever see the big? Oh, yeah. Gigantic sure. sugar daddy. I don't sure. know if it's five pounds or whatever it is. I ate one of those once. <laughs> Remember the In pixie? one sitting? Yeah. I the ate pixie them. sticks that were three yeah. feet long. Oh, yeah. And my mom you would always be like, you can have one mouthful. And I would try to get it as God. much as I could. And you, you forget and you inhale. Yeah, And yeah. you're just choking for hours. That's on nothing but powdered colored sugar, Colored right? powdered yeah. sugar. Oh, the dumb stuff. Dip sticks? What, what was it called? Those lick'em sticks. You know, I oh, yeah, you, you lick the stick, thing yeah. stick and it turns in. your tongue pink. Yeah, that thing. And you could eat the candy stick thing. You know what used to drive me crazy was Big League Chew because my brother would, he played baseball. He was a really big baseball player. He'd take the whole package and wad it in his mouth and just sit there like a cow and chew oh. on it for like an hour. <laughs> there's a brother. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of brothers. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. John Hart from Jewish it. States is here, and uh, we didn't know they uh, procreated oh. in your family, and there's multiple people like there's, you. Oh, he procreated in his own family. I know that. Yeah. We have yeah, a little, little Rourke. Little Rourke Hart, R-O-A-R-K. Yeah. I'll, I'll so it's Roar. Rourke. Rourke. Well, I was, I was for the people at home, because we got the East Bostonian here, and yeah. it's Rock. 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 <laughs> I don't want everyone going, hey, congratulations on Rock. <laughs> like Rocky. Rock. Rock. Yeah. Hey, Rock. 
chase the chicken, Rock. <laughs> Jonathan, you got to give it this to us. Can you cut, cut me, Mick. <laughs> can you do a Mick? Huh? Can you do a Mick? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Give I don't me, think give so. Give me a little Mickey Goldmill, man. I got nothing. Goldmill really was his last guy. name? Yeah, I just watched Rocky Three like uh, two weeks ago. Oh, on his tombstone, right? Yeah, I was what? blown away. I was like, Mickey Goldmill. Who knew? I didn't know his last name. Goldmill. Jewish man. Mm-hmm. It seems so Italian. Yeah. I thought he was Irish with a name like Mickey. Oh, that's good call. true, too. Good call. Yeah. Interesting. I yeah. wouldn't think he was a Jewish man. Right. Which sounds just like the guy from uh, the WhatsApp commercial. That was, that was, yes. that's, that's where I was going. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I end up just sounding like Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. Slightly different intonation. Really? <laughs> so John, John Hart is here from Drew Estates, and uh, they're the makers of, um, boy, Acid. Um, what do we have? Liga Pravada. Liga Pravada. Tabacca Special. Chateau yeah. Real. My Uzi weighs a ton. Cabanetta. La Vieja Habana. Well, that's Hoya de Nicaragua, which is part of our umbrella as well. We got yep. CYB on that side. Dark Corojo, 1970 Antonio. Got any scoops? You, you must have went to the international sales meeting. Yeah, you know, I got some stuff I'm not allowed to talk about. Come on. Yeah, but they, Come on. Uh, they expressly the told you. They said I couldn't even take a picture of it. The Cigar Authority is okay. Off, they're going to cut off my finger and brand my face. No one's even lin- listening right Nobody now. listens to this. <laughs> this is just us. We are, we are working on some current blends. Uh, is there a Connecticut Shade Liga coming? There is not a Connecticut Shade Liga coming. Right. Are there some Ligas coming? Because we don't have any. We're, well, that, that is one of the problems we have with Liga. We are working on... Uh, Rapper situation. We have been seeing a few more nines. I think even in the store here, we've been seeing a few more nines than we we're used to seeing. Really which is good. Okay, we have a few. T fifty two's been coming in a little bit more. All right. I, I mean, from zero to where we're at now, and you know, we're hoping in about ninety days we're going to have more. So the guy planting the tobacco knows that you need wrapper for Liga, mm-hmm. and he intentionally doesn't plant enough. No, that's you think not they? The case. Yeah, you think the they plant wrapper. Oh, let's plant. Let's just let's plant, just plant some Liga wrapper right now. Nope. Yeah, that's not how it works. No, Liga wrapper is actually uh, part of the top of the plant. It's a Lijero, Connecticut broadleaf, which only happens in Connecticut about every two or three years. It's mm-hmm. not something you can really plan out. It's just something that happens. You go, oh, we got some Lijero off the Connecticut broadleaf. Let's call Drew Estate and let them know. Wow. Interesting. And you, you'll take it all. And we'll take it all. We've got the contract signed up with the gentleman. He's yeah. a nice guy. I've met him. And... Uh, we take it all, and then after we done, after we get it, we process it for about 18 months. And when you're doing that for 18 months, uh, you find splotches on stuff. You yeah, you put, lose some of it. You lose some of it. About 20% of it survives. What? 20% wow. survives? So 80% that, oh, gone? 80% gone? Yeah. It, on, no on wonder why it's so rare to begin with. Yeah. So it's, it, that's why we have such a hard time keeping up with that cigar. All right. I'll stop thinking bad thoughts about the guy that plants it then. Yeah. I, was, I used to think bad thoughts about him too. And then I met him and I was like, hey, dude. And I said the same thing. He's like, what? <laughs> think you're, about it, John. I was like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, this, it's it's part of a nightmare, a brand like that. You as being a salesman, because you come in and it, it's uh, hey, we got no Liga. What the heck? I got my customers are <laughs> looking. Everyone thinks that you have Liga samples too. Oh yeah, like they're going to take a, out of their out of their stuff. They're going to sell and give it to you for free. Yes, I've seen that happen a yeah. couple of times. You got a Liga I could smoke? Of course I do. <laughs> now over the there in the case. Let's go eat a pizza made with bald eagle meat. <laughs> right. Now, the problem that happens, though, is you have, Liga is not in all the Drew Estate accounts. And you have no. good, good Drew Estate accounts that don't have Liga Correct. because they didn't get on it early on or whatever mm-hmm. happened, however yeah. you did it. Whatever happened. So when 
you know, you, you say to them, listen, soon, you know, when we get some more stuff, we're going to open you up. Well, when you get more stuff and you open them up, the, new, the, the more stuff goes to the new accounts. Therefore, we're not going to get more. Well, we're going to get very little more. Well, that's why we haven't opened any new accounts. Uh, you know, that's we're, we're trying to stay responsible with the guys that have Liga right now and, and keep them as in stock as we possibly can. And that's why we haven't opened an account. I haven't opened an account in four years on it. You know, we've talked about it, but we just don't have enough cigars to go around. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what, what I say to some customers. They're just, I need some Liga. you got to get me some Liga, blah, 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 blah. And it's just not happening. There's nothing I can do. And I say, you know what? you got to go to a shop that doesn't do the volume that we do. And you got a, got a better shot on it because I'll tell you, when, when I started out in business and we were in Boston, we had some big stores that were in Boston. And when things, when the cigar boom first started, they would run out of product and we would have it. And they got much more than I did, but we were a slower moving store and they would be all upset that they had it and I didn't have it. I mean, that I had it and they didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And that was because I didn't sell fast enough right. if, like they did. And the same thing ends up happening to us now, that we get it in, and boom, it's gone like crazy. And Day I, one. You might have gave me as much or more than you gave somebody else, but they still have it. But I look at it and go, they still got it over there, and yeah. I, you, I got none. Right. What's going on? And you gave me more, maybe. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> no, it's true. I yeah. gave you more. Yeah. And, and it's just how it happens. Yeah. That's it. So you gave me two days' worth, and, and you gave them two months' worth, but I got yeah. more. Yeah, I don't ship half boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only yeah. a box quantity. And let me tell you, some of these things, for the folks that are listening, you go in. And I had a, a serious problem with a, a good, good customer that came in and said, uh, hey, uh, put a couple of boxes of legal provider aside for me next time they come in. I definitely want a couple of boxes. Just put them aside. They're sold. Hmm. And I have to say no. And the worst thing I want to say as a right. store owner to a customer, any customer, never mind a really good customer, is no. And the answer is no. And I said, the reason why I have to say no to you, first off, they want to know when are you getting them in. No why idea. don't you order more? I never ordered a box. They never. show up when they do. And when they show up, a box shows up. That's impossible to put aside two for you. Yeah. See, and I got one, and we have three stores. Yep. So yeah. it, it, is, it is so harmful, a product like that, for us because we, we don't make people love us. We, they end up hating right. us over. And it happens to me, too. That's, that road. was my yeah, question. I, I'm, the, I'm the man on the street, and it happens to me. Same and thing. And I hate saying no as well. We, we know you guys love that cigar. We're doing the best we possibly can. The future only holds better things for us. Just be patient with us. And we, we project that one day we'll be able to not satisfy the need, but get closer to satisfying yeah, the need. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. and be able to have the cigar yeah, out there hey. because it's almost just it, – it's like what Opus X was at one time, and yeah. it just shows up when it shows up, and that's mm-hmm. it. Still to this day, it shows up when it shows up, but the demand isn't there that it is on the Liga Pavada. The people are actually waiting. There's waiting lists, mm-hmm. and people are waiting for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys created a different cigar out there, which, honestly, I like better. Um, it's Undercrown, and it's um, it's it's – it's a lot like a Liga Pavada, but a little softer, a little uh, yes. calmer than, than yeah. and more to my palate. And I tried to get the Liga guy on it, and he says, "No, nah, I don't want Underground. I want the Liga Pavada." And I, you know, try it, try it again, and you know, try it again. And one thing I suggest to a lot of people is Underground Corona Viva. That one is the most intense in flavor. That's not a blend that's just an Undercrown in a Corona Vitola. That's a special blend that Steve oh. worked on specifically. It's got a little bit more spice, a little bit more pepper. 
And not just because it's a smaller size. Not just because okay. it's a smaller size, but because the blend has been tweaked a little bit by Steve himself personally. All right. And we're, we're thinking in the future that we might be working on other sizes in that blend. Okay. So we just released some news. There we go. There we, we go. Got, we got something. Uh, but I'm probably gonna get, get fired for talking nah, about that. No, we, we, we got a whole two-hour show, and we're yeah. going to get something out of you that, you know, we're going to pump enough chocolate bars and cigars into it. We'll get you all yeah. high up on it. Yeah. yeah it's I'll over. Just, yeah. It's like we, truth serum. Here we go. Tell us where you buried the treasure, kid. That's it. So, um, Chase the chicken. What we got to do, because we've got to get through three more cigars and three more candy bars. Okay. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a break. We're going to come back. And uh, we're going to move on to another candy bar and another cigar. Okay, when we come back, we're pairing Kit Kat bars with one of John Hart's brands. Hey Which yo. will it be? Yeah. Later on, uh, we're looking at cookies and cream and Snickers. We're eating Snickers, just not snickering at what we're doing here. Right. This week, it's uh, candy bars and cigars. And we're here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Actually, the perfect guy to have on Absolutely. during the bumper in here, which is um, Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. We could do an ice cream thing with him and do the ice cream with the that cigars. That bomb. This is uh, not melting, at least, anyway. You're friends so. with him, so you make that happen. Let me see if I can make that happen and bring different see, ice creams. Make it happen. Make it happen. It's going it. to happen. Do That's it. it. Do it. That's it. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're pairing uh, cigars and candy bars uh, this week. And uh, with us is John Hart from Drew Estate Cigars. And um, the next uh, cigar. Hang on gonna... a second. Yep. Oh, Don't go rushing whoa, ahead whoa, because whoa. we've got a problem right now. And it isn't technical difficulties. Wow, for once, okay. We have to cleanse our palate. Okay. All right. So I have, well, I happen to have right here a little palate cleanser. Because when you're smoking cigars and eating candy bars, you need something that's going to offset the sugar. So he's, he's got a, so a, I've got a bag got of wavy Lay's potato little, chips. Well, it's the little. ridges help scrape your tongue. So you it really cleanse the palate. And add the salt. It'll take you to the next I'm level. Pass, I'm not passing anyone to Chuck. He's already got some tater skins over there. Are you all set over there, Chuck? Got, you yeah, want some yeah, of these? I some tater skins. I'm, I'm, he's got potato right. skins. Is potato so skins going to work? Or? I think it will, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Listeners love that. They love it. Yeah, they, they love uh, us eating on the ear. I want a whole this CD is, of you like eating stuff. This is, uh, this is my thing right here. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, everything stopped when we did show prep. <clears throat> All right. So, we're going to the ballad of potato chips. Did you call that the ballad of potato chips? There we go. No, we're cleansing the palate. Cleansing oh. the palate. All right. So, we're moving on to Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Can I have another potato chip? <laughs> I hope people are doing this at home. And if not, go to the podcast and uh, try this because it really is very interesting. Okay, so we're not going to take a cigar or anything. We're, we're going to just eat a little Kit Kat action. We've cleansed our palate. Do you, do you snap the Kit Kat do you, 
or do you just bite it like a regular thing? No, you have to snap you it. It's the rules. It. But the rule, the question is, you snap it pre-open or after-open? I'm an after-open. Why? I'm, you do I'm a pre-open. usually a really? pre-opener, but I'm going to do everything. Really? I'm going to tick everyone off right now just to be that guy. You're going to bite it like a candy bar. Oh, he's breaking it the wrong way. Oh, he breaks it the wrong way. Oh, breaking it the wrong way. I think you might be done. <laughs> they automatically break into the, into the other pieces. Yeah, they do. They already thought that out. Fail. Would anybody ever eat a Kit Kat like a candy bar and just bite the whole thing? I've you done know, it. No. I've done it once. It yeah? Was, it was weird. Don't, yeah, don't try that. No, You know what's weird. phenomenal? Is you break you, the Kit Kat sticks. You send off signal when you do that. And you get smooth, skippy peanut butter. And now you've got everything going on that you had with Reese's, but you also have a little bit of the crunchiness. So where you narrate stuff, you're like a, you're like a food porn guy. I am. Like I could hear the passion <laughs> in I'll your tell voice. you right now, at the end of this show. You dip the butter in the uh, marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to consult <laughs> my physician. Nice Don't tease me. <laughs> do it nice and slow. How are you not like a thousand pounds? Well, I'll tell you, after this show, I'll have to consult my physician because I've had a condition already for two hours. It'll be four then, and I'm going to have to consult him. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. oh, should I be sliding over the other way? I don't know. Because so really? All this, all this talk about chocolate and cigars, and I'm, I'm ready to go. Oh, which, I see what's oh, going on here. <laughs> which what, way do you want you know me to slide? You know I'll what slide. causes, <laughs> you know what causes flatulence? Uh, oh, yeah, because I was talking about flatulence. Uh, no, no, what causes say, flatulence? He said it might go beyond eight hours. Oh, really? <laughs> Kit Kat is a chocolate-covered wafer biscuit confectioner was created in Roundtree of York, England, and is now produced worldwide by Nestle's. Now, that's funny. It's produced by Nestle's because it doesn't say Nestle's on here, which was acquired by Roundtree in 1988. So this is pretty... Uh, New product to come in for Nestle's, except for the United States, where it's under the license of the Hershey Company. Yes. Wow. So Nestle's got it everywhere, except for the U.S., where it's Hershey's. That huh? explains why there's no Nestle's on Here it. Here we go. Yep. Each bar consists of finger components of three layers of wafers covered in the outer layer of chocolate. Each finger can be snapped and only can be snapped from the bar separately. Bars typically have two to four fingers. This is a four-finger. The I've, two must be the little little. Oh, pack. yeah, the travel size. The uh, Halloween. A. Halloween a. one? The joke Halloween. size. Use of the name Kit Kat, K-I-T-K-A-T, or Kit K-I-T-C-A-T for the type of food goes back to the 18th century. When From Germany? No, it doesn't say yet. When okay. mutton oh. pies, known as Kit Kats, were served at all meetings of, the, of the political Kit Kat Club. Mutton in London. That's cheap. Okay. I like it when the mutton's nice and lean. <laughs> the origin of what is known about the Kit Kat brand goes back to 1911 when Roundtree, the confectionery co- company based in York in the United Kingdom, trademarked the term Kit Kat both ways with a C-A-T and a K-A-T. Although the terms are not immediately utilized, the first conception of the Kit Kat appeared in 1920 when they launched the Kit Kat bar. So that is the Kit Kat bar, and uh, we have a different Kit Kat than everybody else in every other country. Yeah, ours doesn't have mutton in it. Yeah? That's what I got out of that. Yeah, but I like it when the mutton's nice and lean. And when you just take an individual Kit Kat little stick that you broke off, it resembles a box-pressed cigar. It certainly does. I'll I'll give you that, yeah. You don't have to worry about your Kit Kat rolling off the table. That's it. Yeah. So, uh... You know what's funny? First off, I find it funny when you're going up a plane and they tell you how to put a safety belt on. 
But on the pack, it tells you how to open it. To open, lift and tear. Really, it actually is printed to open, lift and tear. Huh. I've never in my life opened one that way. They want you to lift this little flap and then tear it. Well, that's the English for you. This is from York. Yep. Did you know that? No, I, I've never noticed that before. They're so bossy over there. Now, you just passed these proper. out. Very you just proper. passed these out, and I didn't want you to do that yet. Sorry. Oh. This is the CYB, formerly known as Cuenca, Cuenca y Blanco. Blanco. Mm-hmm. One of us has a Cuenca y Blanco. And all of us, the all, rest of us have a CYB. And the rest CYB. of us has a CYB. Yeah. I have a CYB. I have a CYB. What do you have? I have a CYB. So, Chuck, you have a Cuenca y Blanco. I do. What's the deal here? Okay, Dr. Cuenca is the owner of Hoya de Nicaragua. Uh, a couple years ago, we hired a gentleman that's been in the business for a very long time. His name is Jose Blanco. Jose Blanco blended cigars in the Dominican Republic. Now, Dominican Republic, we always used to quantify the strength of your cigar by what country it came from. That was just how we did it back in the old days. If you wanted a milder cigar, you, we gave you a Dominican. If you wanted something a little stronger, we gave you Nicaragua. Um, so having Blanco with us uh, has really brought some finesse to the business of Hoya de Nicaragua because a lot of the Hoya de Nicaragua products that are in production are real full-bodied, bold, bold cigars. Yeah, in all Nicaraguan. In all Nicaraguan. Yeah. Now, CYB, otherwise known as Cuenca y Blanco, is kind of a mutt of sorts, which we love at Drew Estate. And Liga Privada is Mutton? a mutt. Mutt. Oh, a mutt. Just a mutt. Uh, from all different parts of the world, uh, a little bit of Peruvian, a little bit of uh, Nicaragua. Uh, the binder is from uh, Dominican Republic, which we've never used before. The wrapper is Ecuadorian Habano. So a lot of finesse. The size we're smoking is the Lonsdale. Yeah, which, which is was really a dead size. It bring, is, you're bringing it back alive, that's for sure. Well, this, yeah, this first, when, I, when I'm introducing cigars to a cigar shop, I usually we're doing Robusto, Toro, Churchill. That's usually what we're doing. There's not even a Churchill in this. And a lot of people are bringing in the Corona, the Lonsdale, and the Robusto, wow. which is really strange in this business. It's really turning it on its ear. Well, this is a taster size, what we're smoking right now. This is what a blender would smoke. This is a little bit longer than what a blender would smoke. But, yeah, this, the girth, I would agree, yeah. This is, this is what Blanco's smoking. Huh. This is the ring gauge, which is? The ring gauge on this guy? I believe we're looking at a, uh, a 40, 48, I believe. No way. No? No? I'm going uh, 42. 42? Or 44. Okay. Skinny. I don't, I, yeah. It's, it's, it's the, skinny. I'll have to look not at the box. Sp- but Not super skinny. Not like pencil, but... Now, why Kit Kat with this? What was the... Uh... Mr. Jonathan Peard. Well, when we... We, were... we all got together with the... Everybody said that, that the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, because it was discussed many times, that it was most like um, the... Julius Caesar. Julius, Julius Caesar. Caesar. Um, this one, I don't know how that, that was determined. This was... Uh, you weren't paying attention because okay. you, were, you were elbows deep in about four candy bars and <laughs> yeah. cross-contaminating and it's true. all kinds of stuff. And, uh, <laughs> nice. So, uh, and the chocolate mustache. By the time we got to the second cigar, David lost interest in the fact that we were preparing for a show and eating. left it to Eric and I, <laughs> I just to figure out what cigars went with what. And this was the one that we both agreed on was most Kit Kat-like. Yeah. So, uh, do you know when uh, the candy bar was introduced? The, the candy bar itself? When did candy bars come to be? 
Um, Do tell I, us. I would think it'd be later, but I'm going to guess earlier. I'm, you know what? I can kind of see this as being something that your mother invented. Somebody's oh. mother, not my mother. No, mom. your mother. Remember she invented uh, salad dressing? That's a whole different show. Yes. And the, and the half right. a sandwich. Yep. Yeah. Not a half a sandwich. Get a sandwich and cut it in half. But you toast the bread, yeah. and then you separate the, the toasted bread because now it, it puts an air pocket in between. Cuts it in half. And you got a whole sandwich, but two half pieces of oh. bread. That didn't take off like salad dressing. No, but salad dressing also. Your mother, you, she claims to have. On Mother's Day. That's a Mother's Day episode. Yeah, she claims to have done that. I can you, see it. You know the, um, the um, what is that, cereal, Rice Krispie with oh, the marshmallow, yeah. oh, Rice, Rice Krispie, Krispie treats. She also claims to, and I remember as a little kid before there was Rice Krispie uh-huh. treats, that she would always make that. And she says, yeah, I came up with it, but I don't know if she's telling the truth. I think she is. Yeah? Yeah. I've never heard her tell me a lie. Yeah. 1682. Uh, 1682. Well, it starts off in 1847 with the first chocolate factory. Um, and the first um, chocolate Easter egg came out in 1873. Okay. But for a wrapped for a chocolate bar being produced, it was produced by Hershey in 1900. I would expect nothing less. 1900? 1900. So it's 113 years old, the candy bar. That's Mr. It. Jonathan, i got to tell you, man, this is a really great pairing. Isn't it? Yeah. I, no. really, I really doubted this whole chocolate bar and cigar <laughs> thing. I, I can I, tell by the look in your I face. I did scoff at it, I will, I will admit. But, this is but pretty, you showed up. This is pretty Because tremendous. this was right, right up your alley. Of course, yeah. I'm open, I'm open to new things. Look at, look at this jacket. Go on the website. Check out the jacket. It's crazy. Now, how much does a Kit Kat bar cost, a regular-sized Kit Kat? What do you think? You cents. bought it, I think. Yeah, under it was, a buck? Yeah, it was like 97 cents. 1900, the candy bar comes out. They're 10 cents. And they remain 10 cents all the way um, 10 cents down to 5 cents during the Great Depression. They dropped them down to 5 cents. They went right back up uh, after World War II and remained at 10 cents till the late 1960s. Wow. Really? So, 60 years, wow. they stayed at 10 cents. Good margins? So, what was that about? I don't know. So, now you take it, the late 60s, right? So, now from 1970 to 2013, they go up from 10 cents to almost a dollar. So, the, the candy companies are making so, big money right now. Before candy bars, wasn't, it, wasn't chocolatiering an art form? Where they just would make the little morsels of chocolate like you'd get for Valentine's Day? Well, you, you mentioned uh, my mother, and my mother used to be a chocolate dipper in uh, the Schraff's building. You must drive by that near Boston, right? Mm-hmm. The big Schraff's yeah. building. Yeah. They used to make Schraff's candy there. That's what Schraff's is? Yeah. It always sounded like a beer. No, it was a candy company, and they would dip the chocolate in. And you know when you look at a box of um, chocolates that you don't know what's what, mm-hmm. what's what? They, by hand, would do something to the, to the top of the chocolate and actually put a, a letter in it, in script. Crazy. So you'd look at it, and you'd see uh, C on it, and it would be caramel that would be in it. And she could look at a box of chocolates and say, this, you know, you'd poke your finger in to see which one you wanted or whatever and ruin them or take a bite. No, oh, I don't like that and one. put it back. She could look at it and say, this was this one and this was that one. That's crazy. Wow. I, yeah. got, I got my wife a high-end box of chocolates this year. She hated all of them except for, like, two of them. She hates fruit. Sounds like a big win. Yeah, it was huge. It was a windfall for me. Here we go. The smile on her face when I actually remembered Valentine's Day. 
I guess that's it was, a big win. It was a payoff, yeah. Now, how uh, I know you love when people ask you this. How are things going with the baby? You know, the baby's the baby is well. The baby is very good. How are you sleeping? Not 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 the greatest, but better this past couple of weeks. How will yeah. better, better through the whole night? Six months. Not through the whole night yet. No. 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 We got like one or two wake ups. Is there breastfeeding going on? Are we bottle oh, yeah. feeding? Oh, yeah, that's happening. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, of me staring, being a creepy yeah, guy. Even though how's how's your nipples feeling? You're pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> but a lot, of, a lot of motor oil's been coming out of there. Lately. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, because I'm a man's man. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing hotter than a woman who's breastfeeding and they're all plump and. Oh, no, there they're is. Good. There's yeah. a lot of things hotter than that. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I disagree. So. I ate my whole kick up out again. I'm not surprised. I still have a little bit left. So uh, this is the most I've ever enjoyed a chocolate bar. Yeah, while well, yeah. you're having a cigar. Yeah, yeah. Is I feel like mo- Charlie right now. What yeah. can happen here is you're going to enjoy the chocolate bar more than you normally would, and you're going to enjoy the cigar more than totally. You this is totally an example my dollars worth of this chocolate of the bar. sum of two parts equaling something greater than the whole. There we go. go. Absolutely. I'm going to get you know $64 concept. I'm going to give you a bell because it's absolutely true. <laughs> wow. We're going to have we're going to have to give you some kind of wristband or something like that <laughs> to keep that thing cooled off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like that's, a like a bowling thing. That's pretty good. So CYB it says now, it used to say Quanca e Blanco. What's the story behind that? Why the change? We uh we got some Seaston's assist orders. That's the craziest thing. So somebody said, Quanca y Blanco, that obviously sounds just like my cigar. So wait, what does yours say now? Yours says Quanca y Blanco. Yeah. Mine just says CYB. Ah. CYB. They had to stop that name on it. So mm-hmm. same exact cigar, so right? I should not have lit same this. Same exact cigar. Nothing so, changed, huh? I should not have lit this. No, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, well, Chuck's but thinking maybe it's a collector's that's item. That's what I'm now. thinking there, yeah. Mr. Well, Donovan. if you see them out there, and you'll know from the box yeah. that it'll say right on the, on the top of the box, Quanky Blanco, or yeah. it says CYB. If you see any Quanky Blancos, you may want to put a box of those aside. Yeah, what I have noticed is that this cigar really ages and changes a lot. Like right now, with the CYBs that we have, we're getting a little bit of a fruity note. I don't know if everyone can agree. Yeah. Something kind of high up there on your on your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with the, uh, it's with got the, ones the that, essence of apricot, like right on the yeah. back of my palate. Yeah. Uh, and with the Cuenca y Blanco, it, that mellows out, and you're getting just more, like, almost spiciness to yeah. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, it's the same cigar, so that will, same, become, that will become this after six months. Yeah. It doesn't take long at all. Yeah. This came out in August, so, hmm. yeah. The, 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 the Cuenca y Blanco came out in August at the trade show this year, so this sure. cigar is... Brand new. Brand spanking new. Yeah. It doesn't take any time to age out. A lot, of, a lot of people sit on something for five years and let it age out. Or but imagine that you came out with that name because it's the name of the two individuals that are there. And I'm not saying the guy's name was McDonald and all of a sudden you come out with McDonald's cigar. But Cuanca y Blanco. Yeah. Uh, obviously you can't use that because <clears throat> what? Who, do you, can you say who? I, I don't want to get into Obviously it. it's Cuanco y Blanco. I, no, because there isn't. I know I know. I could possibly Blancos. I could possibly get into it. Well, get into it. I don't want to. I really don't want to get into that (laughs) ball of wax. We didn't want to get into the lawsuit. We changed the name, and I don't want to stir up any hornets right now. We're we're doing fine. Cigar is fantastic. CYB. But I can't. I can't. I know everybody in this industry. Who the hell could it be? We'll talk about it later. You know, let's talk about it right now. (laughs) 
This is a conversation you have over a urinal, my friend. Nobody is. <laughs> I don't like to talk so at all when I'm at a urinal. That's good. I, I have a high I have like a shy it. bladder, and I can't. Yeah, I do. Me too. Someone's next to me. Forget it. I'm always thinking this guy thinks I'm taking too long. Yeah, he's I, not thinking that at all. I went to my sales meeting. There were three stalls. I walk into the bathroom. Guy in front of me. He's with Drew Estate. Walks in and goes to the middle stall. And before he unzips, I go, "Dude, you're in the middle stall." And he looks over and he goes, oh, sorry. And he knew exactly what he was doing on accident. Yeah. He moved over. Because I'm going to be forced to be next to you. Yeah, he zipped back up and he moved over. Because how odd would that be if somebody ended up walking in and there's two guys next to each other and they didn't put the space in between? Right. You automatically do. 100% of the time. Exactly. There's three stalls. One guy goes to the left or right. The third guy goes to the other left or right. Imagine if the guy didn't go to the to the last one, and went to the one right next to the guy. This yeah. is gentleman's way right here. My yeah. whole life, I've always taken the right stall every, I mean, the left stall every single time, just in case someone walks in. Everybody, everybody yeah, is going to take you the never end. take the middle. No. I'm surprised. I don't even think they have to wash the middle. Now, what about this, though? Do you avoid the, do you avoid the shorty? Yes. No, you, I go for the shorty. You go for the shorty. I, look how short my legs are. And I'm not saying See, anything I go else shorty because I'm normally angle. long. I'm saying my legs are short. Everyone's looking at me like, congratulations. No. Hey, you're showing off over here. Thanks yeah. a lot, Dave. Appreciate it. Not all of us are, you know, When you built. hit the uh, urinal with that extra angle, you get less splatter. So I go for the shorty on purpose. I noticed huh. the urinal that you guys have here on the left is really high. You got it right. Well, everyone, really, I know. Everyone asked for a high. raise. So uh, to keep like, everyone on their toes, yeah. you raise the urinal. I'm six foot. And it's like. And you can barely do it. Well, you got a nice little resting spot. Well, now, now, now you know. Go hands the, uh, free. Now you know the term above the rim. I wonder if we could put a little calculator in there or something that measures or says, you know, which which the people use the most or something. But I'm I think pretty that, sure that's black box illegal. Or a measuring tape. <laughs> I don't that, think that's illegal to me, to say which one's being used the most. You should get you should get a federal thing going. You should get your own committee. How, and is there a thing that says how high these things have to be? Oh, I bet there is. There's got to be. I guarantee. There's there guidelines is. for everything. You got to have a. a uh, that one's high. A water yeah, cooler. For I've, high, I've gone to urinals across the world, man. That's a high urinal. It's a high it urinal. Has to be lowered. Yeah. I wonder if the floor was lowered. I'm that's a urinal so aficionado. How do we get into this conversation? I don't know. Yeah, but this I'm is, here. This I'm is here. what happens hey. when John Hart shows up. Hey, just get a bunch of guys together to talk about urinals. Hey, and, uh, forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, but I haven't forgot the question because we're going to come back to CYB and see Quanka E. Blanco. What the heck happened to that? We'll find out that answer. I'm not going to let it go. We come back. No need to stick snicker about uh, pairing cigars. We're going to smoke. We're going to eat Snickers bars and pair it with another cigar. And Mr. Jonathan has the top... No, he doesn't. No, I don't. No, he does. He, he forgot that. Uh, we'll bring on. <laughs> we have uh, gentleman Chuck Morrison uh, gets debonair and a lot more. So stick around, everybody. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys. 
cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Two Guys Rock. could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire, or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet yeah, costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. 
The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor in taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. This is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big... Group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. We're in the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge with John Hart from Drew Estates, and we're smoking CYB Quanca y Blanco and uh, getting all stupid in here with uh, sugar and uh, cigars and coffee and uh, sugar enough is enough, right? Activate. Some people are. Uh Responding with uh, gases, uh, Mr. Hart. Yeah. yeah, I'm hearing it. That's what happens when you add a lot of sugar into your, your body, right? And you're Absolutely. Flaculence. That's where it comes from. There we go. Go ahead. Oh, you said it's my turn. All right. So you're <laughs> listening to the Cigar Authority. Car. We are the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world. I'm going to cleanse my palate. Always broadcast on yes. location. Car. This week, we're smoking cigars, we're eating candy bars, and we're cleansing our palate with potato chips. We are the only radio show good. that doesn't just allow smoking. We don't just crunch on the microphone. We insist you crunch along with us and that you smoke along with us. You can catch us on all seven syndicated radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can always tune in live at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us, or you can catch the podcast on demand at any time, or you can find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. We are the number one podcast having to do with cigars. Stop showing off. Stop showing off. And they're pretty impressed already. You yeah. can catch yeah. us. Only pull out enough to win. Cigarstation.com. <laughs> We're not talking about We're, the urinal. We are broadcasted. Oh, yeah. You, that twice really on went Sundays. south. Way to go on the urinal. From talk. 11 to 1. And uh, 11 to 1. All right. I hate to put it down. This no. is the CYB. We have to put it down, Come right? Come on. We got to smoke the next cigar. We have more. No, really? Oh, we're going to smoke four cigars. Oh, baby. I don't want to, though. I just want to smoke this one. You have to. You yeah, have to you, may, you may, gotta, wanna, you may, you may wanna, want to. You may want to switch up. You may want to anyway. But before we do, I want to know, CYB, Quanky Blanco, why <laughs> Quanky Blanco? You thought it was going to go away because I... Uh, we had to go so to break. Yeah. Wait, we should we should cleanse our palates and move on to the next cigar. My palate's been cleansed. We'll cleanse our palates. We won't stop doing that. But <laughs> why would would you know? I I couldn't even fathom what it what it was. It starts I with can... a C or ends with a blanco. Blanco means white. Yes, it does. What does Cuenca mean? Cuenca? I really I have I should have done the research on what a Cuenca was. 
might be a, it might I'm be going a with, Cooper. I'm going with duck. A duck? So white. We're talking about white don't duck. Don't do it. Don't do it. No? No, not white duck. No. But that sounds like a very good dish over at P.F. Chang's. Yes. Blanco y Blanco. Yeah. The white duck. Succulent duck. The succulent white it duck. It is the most succulent duck. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Nothing? That's a Seinfeld thing? Uh, the duck, it is also succulent. No? The duck is succulent. So you're not going to tell us. That's it? That's it. That's it. I'm not telling you. And we're not going to give up. We're All just right. not going to. Well, no candy bars for him. Oh, oh I guess not. There you go. I'll give give me that back. I just feel chucked. No, go ahead. All right. Thanks. So you're we are welcome. moving right along. When you tell me the answer off air, I'm coming on the air next week and tell everyone. <laughs> so you might as well just do it. But go ahead. I'm just. <laughs> just for that, I'm not telling you then. All right. Thanks you for the warning. I appreciate well, it. I will blab about that. I can keep any secret. That. <laughs> that is a rookie mistake right there, David. Yeah. But telling them? Other than telling that him. Be, it's just it's uh, There's just instructions on this wrapper as well. Lift and pull here. Did I do it? I'm going to do that. And it, and I didn't it, really lift, though, on the spot to lift that. It says hold here. It's very informative. Imagine it has Hershey directions. Gotta, directions on a candy bar. Huh? i got to get a tattoo that says hold here. <laughs> yeah, you do. It'd be around me. I like hugs. I'm a hugger. You're a hugger. Yeah. Um, so this is cookies. Right. This is cookies and cream. Let me tell so you about cookies and cream. I have, I, I did the research. We're moving into white chocolate right now, and because dark chocolate's not the only chocolate, I see Victor Vitali kind of got a little pulse I, on yeah, his face over there. That's why oh. we're saving the Snickers for him. We're bringing Victor Vitali. I gotta on tell for the last you, I, I feel the same way as Victor though. I don't. I'm not a huge white chocolate guy. White chocolate by itself, I will give you, I is not it. the best. No. But you don't like it either. It makes me mad. You not put, by itself. You put little bits of chocolate cookie in it, and it goes from, yeah, I'd eat that, to I want it, I need it, I have to have I it. I don't feel that way about it. And this. the cookie mm. is just like the cookie in a um, Oreo. Oreo cookie. Yeah. This yeah. is making me mad. And it's the in-between of the Oreo. This is backwards Oreo cookie. Anyway, Hershey's Cooking and Cream, manufactured by Hershey's, obviously, uh, is flat white candy bar consisting uniformly shaped cookie bits Similar to the taste and texture of an Oreo. Mm. So it's not Oreos. It's similar to an Oreo. A Hydrox. Oreo. They would have There's to. A, no, it's not Hydrox. It's disgusting. Did Don't you see how mad he got away? <laughs> oh. yeah. Hydrox. Up in the Canada there, they like the Hydrox there. That's so immature. <laughs> <laughs> it was introduced. When was cookies and cream introduced? I'm going with uh, this, this, this 1984. Now, this is impossible. When I said that the, the, that the candy bar came out in 1900... The cookies and cream was introduced in 1894, six years before the candy bar. Maybe it was introduced as a flavor in a morsel, not in a candy bar. Could be. I want, I want one bell ring. For recently, a king-size bar, <laughs> recently, a king-size bar was released, the same size as a normal bar, but thicker. We don't have that one. We don't. Why, Why? wouldn't we have that? I didn't know. Uh, this is the one of the few Hershey chocolate bars to be sold in the United Kingdom. Case big on this, huh? Yeah. Good day, sir. So the standard. I said good day. With my tea. <laughs> it was Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> the standard size bar has 12 rectangular blocks in a three by four grid. No, it doesn't. It has seven. I already ate some of them. So that's the Hershey's. And we're going to smoke a cigar that's going to match up with it. And we have picked the um, Liga Papa Frita. Papas fritas. So, Papas so fritas. it's said before we light up. I don't think this is going to work. I think I'm going to be very upset. Wow. I'm just saying that. 
You think it's not going to work? I don't think it's going to work. Well, we are the cigar authority. We you are. We you say what works. it will I'm, work. I'm here. I'm here doing the thing with you guys, but I have a <laughs> lot of doubt. Really? We're adding cookies and cream to the papa frita and papa frita. And I don't know much Spanish, but I do know some of the food words. And it is fried potatoes, which we would known as in the United States as French fries. But they give no credit to the French at all. And they call it fried potatoes. Way to ruin John's and my bit that we came up oh, with. Oh, we had a whole song. Oh, yeah. You've got to let me in on it. There was a musical number and everything. It's wow. really choreographed. Yeah, we just spent blew it. weeks. No. Yeah. It was know. hard because he doesn't move his hands when he no, dances. No, he doesn't. There is a, <laughs> you know he's a dance instructor? <laughs> he doesn't move his There arms, is a though. footband on this, which it, it should be noted. You must remove the footband before you begin smoking. Another, another ridiculous warning label. Or, uh, know, only because I've done it. Ridiculous. I see people that do it. Wait, it's the craziest thing. You've done it? Oh, yeah. You light up the footband by accident. You, you just forget to take it yeah, off. Yeah, you're having yeah. one of those days where you're eating a bunch of candy and smoking a bunch so of So have we cleansed our palate? You're all jacked We up. have a few we, times, but let's can, do it again. We cleanse. Wait, can you share the love over here? Give me some greasy fried <laughs> treats, man. Give them my papas frita. Now that eight hands have touched This them. would be a papa frita. <laughs> it would be. Mm. Yeah. Right. A, a potato chip would be a papa frita. I don't know that in Spanish. I know in England they call it a crisp. They call them crisps? Yes. What do they call it? Qu- the what do they call a quarter pounder with cheese in England? I don't know. I have, uh, like a because uh, uh, they don't. They have the metric system. So yeah, it's not French. I know French. Did you ask French? It's the Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese is the quarter pounder. Which he doesn't actually know that for a fact. He just watched Pulp Fiction and just yeah. assumed. So yeah. it's a fact. Do you know what they call you in France? Me? Yeah. David. Le Grand Fromage. The big cheese. Oh. Yeah. Fromage. Oh, yeah. Fromage cheese. He reached for the bell. Wouldn't. He did reach. <laughs> that was the half smallest. a ring. Yeah, half a ring. Doesn't deserve it. It was like a quarter ring. Because it was a metric ring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like my name attached to big anything because. I just take it personal. So this is. I didn't mean it that way. This is the Papa Frita, and I don't know if it's a secret or not, but I'm going to tell it. It is not a long fill cigar. It is not a long fill cigar. It's a little cigar. It's a little guy, yeah. And you would think you'd have um, enough tobacco to be able to fill this little guy. Where you tell me you have the problem with the wrapper? Here's a wrapper big enough, so you got these little wrappers. What are we going to do with them? Let's make a legal Pavada with them because we have these little wrappers. We can't do anything with them. Right. You don't have a problem with the filler of the tobacco. Why wouldn't you make this a long filler? You certainly charge well, like it's a long filler. This, this is made from the picadura. Picadura, little pieces. Little pieces. It falls on the table. So when you're making Liga, you get all the bits. They fall down. That's the short filler that goes into it. We make this out of it. That is an awesome, like a guy that owns a restaurant, you don't throw away right, the yeah. chicken from the chicken dinner. You make chicken soup the next day. And I'm oh. telling you this right is, now. This should be called chicken soup. You, my friend, were so wrong. This goes so good with white chocolate, with cookie bits. It's unbelievable. I Can like I your lighter mine's acting up a little bit. I did not purge my lighter before filling it, and therefore it's not working correctly. You're not going to throw it away. You're going to refix it. Yeah. Or you're going to bring it to your uh, cigar store and you say, listen, I'm having problems with my lighter. Can you? My local tobacconist. Right. Do you see that um, tobacconists and cigar stores, you go to cigar stores all, all everywhere. Yeah, I woke up today. They have no problem refilling somebody's lighter. And no. That's like the thing. Mm. But if you send your lighter into the mail order companies and you say, hey, yeah. fill my lighter for me, <laughs> send it back. No. They will not. 
They probably won't even send it back. They'll probably throw it away. So, cookies and cream. Mm. It's in there. It's creamy as can be. Not a creamy cigar. No. It's not going to bring out creaminess to it. But I agree with you, Mr. Jonathan. It is an awesome pairing. Maybe it is the cookie in it. That makes it such a good pair. I got a subtle little cocoa. I got to tell you, I'm mad at you, but not because this didn't work. It's because it did work. <laughs> I hate this chocolate bar. I really hate this chocolate bar. Doesn't it bring chocolate out in? Yeah, it's really, it's but really, not, not, it, not dark chocolate. I never thought I would enjoy it, one of these at all. It's extraordinary. It's bringing out notes of orange peel. I don't know what that is. Elevating a little the flavor profile of orange peel in there. Oh, <laughs> oh it's remarkable. So uh, they found a way to use use the tobacco that they had left at Liga Pavada. Yeah. Uh, this will become a rare commodity also because they don't make all that many Liga Pavadas. But we're going back years and years and years. Oh. How long we've been getting Picadora. So. All right. So you saved it all up. Yeah, you felt it all up and said, yeah. okay, let's come out with it. With thing. This comes in a unique little tin. Yeah, a unique little cool. tin. If you like the tin so much, you can buy the unique little box that all the tins come in. If yeah. You, and if you like that that much, then maybe we'll come out with a unique case that all the boxes come in that the tins come in. There we go. It'll I be like, like those Russian dolls if you want. There you go. <laughs> but uh, inside of each other. Not those Night. dolls, Jonathan. Uh, I, I would expect this to be very full-bodied, seeing a Liga Pavada as full-bodied to begin with. Now you get into something small or something. But it seems, I don't know if they did something different or whatever. It doesn't have that oomph in your face. This Uh, has been going on for years and years and years. So very aged. Yeah. No, well, no. Steve Steve painted me one of these about a year and a half ago. And the thing he gave me, he's like, yeah, I know what it looks like, John. And I smoked it. It was it was horrible. I went, Steve, this is horrible. He goes, it's a work in progress, John. And that's 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 how Steve is. We, he doesn't put. It's actually how he talks to you. Yeah. I've heard him. <laughs> yeah, it is how he talks. Like to me. whatever you just said is the absolute dumbest possible thing. There's obviously logic behind what he said. <laughs> Never question me. Just just just, just say do it. thank you and move along, <laughs> exactly. sir. <laughs> <laughs> and it took a long time to come up with this blend. We're working with leftover tobacco, you know. Yeah. And we're talking about Steve Saka, who's the president of Drew Estates, and uh, Steve was uh, my customer. My God, 1990. Uh, came into the cigar store. Uh, I was in the sixth grade. This is before Cigar Aficionado had come out, and he came in actually to buy a low-priced box of cigars for somebody, and it was a um, oh, it was something from um, J.C. Newman. Do you know? I know. You told me this story. Black. What was, was it? Blackjacks. Blackjack. Rigoletto Blackjacks. So uh, he says, do you happen to have a box of Rigoletto Blackjacks? I said, yes, I do. And uh, he says, you have it? And I said, yeah. He says, you have more than one? I said, I have a lot of them. How many do you want? He said, how many do you have? Six. You know what? I'll take them. And he said, I went to some other stores, and they kind of looked at me like I was a jerk, and, I, you know, I'm smoking that crap. And he says, this is actually from my father-in-law. Uh, I said, oh, I smoked it. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, but whatever. Six boxes of cigars. Let me tell you, in 1992, I didn't have a bell then, but I would have rung it if I did. I That's mean, a that big good. day. That's a big day. So, uh he says, oh, geez, nice cigar selection, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to pick out some uh, single cigars for myself. I said, sure. So he picks out these different cigars, and uh, I ring them all out and stuff. And uh, he says, I'll let you know what, what I thought of them. Because a couple of them, I said, oh, you should give this one a try. You should give this one a try. And um, he, picked, he took the, what I suggested to him and what he 
wanted to get for himself, and he says, I'll let you know what I thought of it. Weird comment in 1990, let me tell you, from, from a customer that's never been in the store before. I didn't ask, but uh, a week later, I got a two-page letter from him. <laughs> I still have it. I kept it. Really? I got a two-page letter. letter. I want to read that. And giving me his feelings of each cigar that he bought, hmm. along with a uh, metal humidifier mm-hmm. um, that holds like a half a gallon of water. And he said, I had no use for this. Maybe you did. If you don't, just throw it away. But I thought maybe uh, you have some use for it, which certainly I did. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this guy? You know, I remember who it was, but this guy that wrote the, the details explaining a cigar like I had never seen before. A couple of years later, Cigar Aficionado comes out talking like that, uh, which I certainly didn't. You know, well, oh, subtleties of this and this and this. And I'm like, what the heck? And I was intrigued by it and actually saved it, and I still have wow. it to this day. This was before the intranets where you right. could just send someone an email. That's a handwritten letter. Right. If he'd be ever willing to share that, that'd be a fantastic story, article, slash blog post. Yeah, yeah. I have it. And um, we, should I, have, we should have that letter read by Steve Soccer. Next I'm, I'm yeah. going to add another little tidbit of uh, Steve Soccerism that happened. That uh, Steve was a customer for many years from that day on. When I said um, I decided I was going to move out of the state, uh, because of taxation and come to New Hampshire, uh, I, you know, sent a letter to everybody, all my customers, and said, um, again, no internet or whatever. It was early days of it. And um, he called up and he said, oh, I'm so happy because it's not far from where I live. And uh, I said, oh, good. And he became a better customer and came around a lot more. He was in the computer business at the time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, became a good customer of mine, and I said to him one day, listen, I got a... Um, a guy with a new cigar uh, coming down the store. Why don't you come by if you're around or something? He's going to be showing off his new stuff. And he says, okay. Uh, it was a Saturday, and he says, I'll come by. And he did. And that person was Jonathan Drew. And Jonathan had his first cigar ever. I'm trying to think of what the heck the name of it was. Samaro. Samaro. Wow. So, uh, and I remember selling, uh, John had a little store in the... Um, tower in uh, New York, World Trade Center. And uh, Jonathan said, wow, you're doing pretty good with mine. Can I do anything to help you? And I said, yeah, come down here and do, uh, be in the store. And he was like, nobody wants to see me or anything like this. I said, well, it'll help and really get it off going. And uh, again, early days of uh, when this stuff was going on, he came down. Steve happened to come down and I introduced the two of them there and I said, you know, he's just getting started and Steve's a, uh, really knows his cigars yeah. and introduced the two and took a picture of them together. I don't know why, but I, and this is no digital picture. Right. I took a picture, processed the picture, and I found it maybe six, seven months ago and I sent it to them. And I said, you know, do you know who these people are? And he's like, oh my God, wow. when was this? And I said, this is the day you two met. That's amazing. Yeah. What, what got glossed over in that is also the fact that you got Jonathan to do an event with you. Right. And he's like one of the forerunners right now of doing events. As yeah, yeah, as yeah. Cigar owners. And I, I guarantee you that was the first event he ever did, for sure. Wow. And Drew is State, that... like, I, I do more events, I think, than any other rep. I, I don't want to go out without fact-checking, but I'm, I'm up there in the area as far as doing yeah. events. Yeah. Yeah, they believe in it because yeah. it, it certainly worked. And unfortunately, Samaro didn't, didn't make it. Um, how we, soon? How we, soon after that encounter did they did they pair up as a partnership? Fifteen years yeah, later. Many moons. Oh many moons. wow! Yeah, fifteen years later, and I said to them, 
do you remember when you guys met? And both of them weren't sure. Oh, many years ago. So I said, you met in my store. And here's the picture. Wow. The day you met. And I was like, wow. So uh, that's, that's my Steve Sacker thing. Anyway. Wow. All right. If you guys could indulge me. Yeah. Take a, a piece of your white chocolate with the cookie bits. I already it. ate it all. Even though I hate <laughs> this chocolate bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, and wait. he hates it and he ate it take, all. I take ate half it of all. mine. You're, you're king of Chew bread. it up. I actually have extra here, and you guys ate, ate yours You're talking a lot. Okay. So chew it up. Get it all happy. Move it around your mouth. And then once your mouth is clear, take a pull on the cigar. And tell me if you don't get a distinct flavor of orange peel. You're staying with that, huh? I'm seeing, like, the slightest maybe hint in the, in the vast horizon. Of orange peel. Well, you're saying uh, citrusy, yeah. Zest, zest pulls it right out. Zest. It's off in the distance. It's there. Some I'll of us have it, better uh, palates than others. Yeah, but it just goes right to the. You know, it, well, before it, I started the it's, show, it's, I did smoke two or three cigars as well. So, fair enough. I came from all before this show, we smoked three <laughs> because we did a show before, before this the show. show. We did a show. So we're doing we're doing seven cigars in four hours. Don't try this at home, kids. Dave, don't think of a pink elephant. No problem. Right? I mean, when you say orange, yeah. I, I tasted orange, but I'm thinking that might now, be because. You know, there's something. Cu- what, what, what I think's happening here I is a little sting, a little sting is cutting through the cream. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's happening. A little sting is cutting through this. It reminds yeah. me of my grandmother's orange marmalade. She would slice the oranges. Marmalade or marmalade? Marmalade. And then she would put, it, put the, the, the rind in the marmalade. And you'd go to get a, you'd get a little piece of the orange, and it would have that citrusy sting to it because the, the rind was still on it. Just brought me back. That's all. It, it's getting heavy, though. Yeah, it is. It's getting heavy. It's okay. We just have one more cigar to get through. The top so, thing so for the me show is not going to be the cigar. It's going to be getting through the next candy bar. <laughs> I'm pretty close to done eating candy. Really? Oh yeah. my god. I need a sandwich. I can go all day. I don't know. I can go all day. I might have to throw in the towel, man. You don't remember Halloween night and staying up and eating eating a um, pillowcase full of candy? My my dad was the freak that would take all of our candy away from us and give us other candy that he had gone out and bought. And we would throw the first candy away in case there was razor blades in it. Why did he even go out then? I don't know. I got to meet this man. Yeah. You haven't met his dad yet? No. Never. Did he just introduce you to the shot, to the house? Like, why even bother walking up? Like, throw a pebble at the window and be like, hey, you, with the candy. These are my kids. This is what they look like. We're not getting anything, though. Uh, yeah, See I guess, you later. We, guess you we could have done that, that, but stuff. we just uh, gave it all to him. I don't even end. want you near my kids. The razor blade isn't, is a, is a, never happened. What do they call that? It's a myth. It's a uh, uh, urban, urban legend. Uh, no, it didn't happen this year in New Hampshire. Wasn't there a story? Razor blade and an apple? Never happened. They don't have those kind of razor blades anymore, anyway. You can get them. Can you get them at the yeah, hardware store? I got a whole sleeve of them. They're good for removing paint and gum and whatever. No, but one floor. side is is not a razor. You're right. Yeah. No, you can still get the, the double old sided. days. Yeah, no, you I can get, get the, the turny side. thing. Yeah. Really? That opens up like a. Yeah, you need the double side so when DeLorean. that one gets dull, you can flip it over. Nice segue. And you can still get that. Yeah. yeah. Double blade razor blade. Absolutely. Yeah. Market basket really? carries them. Really? Yeah. You're not a consumer, you know. Did you know that? I don't buy things. You shop online? I don't shop. At all? No. No, he's had that sweater for longer than I've been alive. No, I'm not a consumer. When you, when you go for a new automobile, I think it's I a call, nice call the guy up. He delivered it to me. 
Never, I never, just did it. Are you never serious? sat yeah. in it. Never, never been there. It. Come on. Two cars I bought from them. Never been there. Is Come it on. Good? Yes. Yeah. I'll take it. He just says I would. Sight like, unseen. I would like the white. I want one. the brand new such and such. Blah, blah, blah. That's it. Would yeah. you do that? Would you do that for a house or a condo? Let's I see. just looked. I'm moving. You are. I, yeah. Where so, are you moving? Uh, Salem. My Salem. mother's moving in with me. Got a got the big house. Yeah. Did you buy the house unseen? No. You did look. I, I saw that one. Yeah. I'd hope so. That was a big play. Yeah, Salem. <laughs> Salem. Salem. Yeah. Wow. Right there on Broadway? No. I was going to say, you uh... overlooking the store? Just peek part the. Part but it's the closer. Curtain. It's closer than it was. But uh, my mother's going to move in, and she has her own. Uh, just, just two in law apartments in the house. Awesome. So we can, can all be together. You can turn one into like a salad, salad dressing factory. She... I am going to have a cigar room, and it's awesome. Oh, that's it's fantastic. awesome. Will we see pictures on Facebook? You will be there. We will, we will do a show from there. We're, We're going to have a housewarming party. We're going to dust off David's old DJ gear. Oh, and yeah. And he and I are going to go back and forth and tear it up. I'm bringing the, the bomb. We're getting this on video. It's going to be and the bomb. audio. We could do that because the stuff is coming out of, you know, it's got to be moved. So it's going right. to be touched again. Wow. Yeah. Again. You're going to have to help him move. We can set up. No, I'm not moving. No, we'll we make, make him coming. help you move. We can set up my turntables next to your turntables and back, go back and forth. A little bit of old school, a little bit of new school. Now make him move the credenza by himself. The credenza. I don't even know what a credenza is. What is a credenza? I think it's like a. It's kind of like a buffet, but the doors slide open on the front. Ah. A buffet. You don't yeah, know a buffet? buffet? When you eat at a buffet? No, the, a buffet is a piece of furniture. It's a long table. Elevated like a counter, but you have it in your living room. Someone's making and a bell ringing face. Doors. I don't know that. Someone's yeah. making a bell. Well, it's called a buffet. It's called a buffet. That's your buffet table. It sits against the side of the wall, yeah. usually the longest wall in the room, and that's where you would set up to entertain guests. Yeah, you put, that's like, where the buffet concept came from. Oh, really? That. I don't know that. That's good. I learned so much on the show. It's unbelievable. A piece of furniture predates the type of party. All right, we're going to go to break. We've got to bring on Victor Vitale. You're going to have to give up your seat. That's all right. Is that okay? I have to go to the bathroom. Thank you. Thank you for coming Thank on and playing this game with me. John Hart from Drew Estates. Three we come back. Gentleman Chuck Morrison will tell us how to be more debonair. We're going to peel another cigar up. We've got a cigar bar here we'll tell you about. And Victor Vitale from the Cigar Agency is going to join us. And we're going to get on the stickery. Live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, you're listening to the Cigar Authority, United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Now in the street there is violence, and then a lot of work to be done. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh, yeah. 
1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except 
It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm, mm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium body taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm... How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. This is Todd Cumes from Villager Cigars North America, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And that is life. That is like candy bars, smoking cigars, relaxing, enjoying ourselves with us. Victor Vitali from the Cigar Agency. Snap Hi, next. Victor. Cash I love checks. the Frank Sinatra. Here we go. And I'm going to take my last bite of the cookies and cream. I'm gagging watching you do that. That's not even real chocolate. It's like synthetic goop. Why is white chocolate? Uh, it, I'm nauseous right now watching that. It's awful. And, and you are a chocolate guy. You bring chocolates in so many times. Come in with a box of chocolate. I love chocolate. Chocolate's amazing. But not white chocolate. I, I, I wouldn't even call it white chocolate. What is it? Look on the ingredients. It's like, uh, it's white. Uh, I don't want to know the ingredients. sugar. A little bit of water. A little it's bit of white chocolate. Starch. Confection sugar. You know what that is? It's like two or three molecules away from cocaine, so I just, as far as I'm concerned. I just read this report, right? There's actually this stuff called shellac that goes into <laughs> chocolate, right? Do you know about this, shellac? No. It's from a beetle. It's beetle secretion that they actually get. It's on, like, the coating of M&Ms, and it makes that really shiny coating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it? No, but I know it's, that they... What's wrong with beetle secretion? Beetle secretion. That's not synthetic. Uh, no comment. Well, I mean, if you're a vegan or, you know, vegetarian, you can't eat the chocolate. You could eat beetle secretion. It's what do beetles eat? Vegetation. But if they're eating other bugs, then they're considered a carnivore, right? Yeah, they're eating bugs. Bugs aren't meat. No? Ah. Well, how did it taste, by the way? You, just ate, you probably just ate a 1,000 bugs. Uh, you know what? It was pretty good. It was good. I'm, I'm cleansing my palate. It's organic. With potato chips. With the Ruffles potato chips. The reason yeah, why the, Ruffles. The ridges. The ridges kind of scrape the yeah, palate, yeah. right? It's kind of like putting a Zamboni in your mouth. Right? Yeah. It's just going nice. to straighten everything out. <laughs> so it's good. So what are we doing now? Are we right. eat Snickers bars? Here's what Snickers we're doing. Snickers bars. Do you remember your first Snickers bar? No, no. Neither do I. I mean, they would have to do carbon dating on my brain for me to remember that. That's like a million Snicker bars. Ooh, look at this. Yeah. What do you got, Snickers bars in half? Whoa. Yeah. <clears throat> They're cut in half. Cut in half. That's a king they, size. They come yeah. that way. These are the nuggets. Isn't this what Bill Murray used in? Um... Yes. That, that was Baby Ruth. Oh, that oh, was, that was Baby, Baby oh, okay. Ruth, no. and I've done it. I mean, because this could pass for it, right? I mean, this kind of looks like. <laughs> no? That's other half is for Chuck. Oh. Chuck? Yeah, we share around here. Thank Victor. you, Victor. So uh, we're going to smoke one of your cigars, but first we're going to have the Snickers bar. Yeah, you've got to take a little bite. All right, so you have to eat the Snickers bar first, yeah, and yeah. then we start smoking. All right. And right. you start to visualize 
what the cigar is going to be that goes with this. And so, obviously, it's Ortac Cabano. So this is Snickers, the brand uh, candy bar by Mount Mars. It consists of nougat, which is what's happening here. What is nougat? Nougat? It's some synthetic something. It's not caramel? It's, it's not real. Nougat is a confection made from sugar and or honey, roasted nuts, which can include almonds, walnuts, pistachios, hazelnuts, uh, more recently macadamia nuts, mm. whipped egg whites, and uh, sometimes it can have chopped up candied fruit in it. Whipped egg whites. That sounds delicious. Nougat can range in consistency from soft and chewy to hard and crunchy, depending on its composition, and is used in a variety of candy bars and chocolates. The word nougat comes from the Octacan pan nougat, which means nut bread. So it's good for you. What's that word, Octagon? What is that? What does that mean? Octagon. Is that somewhere in Mexico? Is that where you go to you go to get that in Mexico? No, it's eight different vitamins and eight different vitamins and nutrients. Octo. So honey honey first in France. Honey is actually bee secretion. Perfect. So you have shellac, which is from a bee. So you don't do honey. Of course I eat honey. Who doesn't eat honey? Have you had honey from the hive? Where else do you get it? All right. Good man. Right? Chuck gets his honey from a teddy bear. I only eat honey from the queen. That's it. That's <laughs> it. The queen honey. That's the only honey I eat. There we go. Uh, Snickers has annual global sales of? It's in the billions. Two yeah. billion. Yeah, it has to be billions. Two billion. Introduce a bell? Yeah. Introduced in 1930, Mars introduced <laughs> Snickers named after Snickers. Some fat guy. Wrong. A snicker doodle. Golfer. Snicker. Wrong and uh, wrong. Sneakers. 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 No, it was after his horse. Sneakers. Uh, oh, good call. It consists of ne- nougats, peanut, caramel. Is caramel a something? Caramel is just like whipped sugar into some slimy molasses imitation crap. And chocolate <laughs> coating. It sounds delicious to me. The uh, bar was first uh, introduced under the name Marathon. It was the Marathon bar. Marathon. In the UK. I remember the Marathon Bar, so I'm old enough to remember that. Right, I can see it now, right? Rocky running up the steps of the art museum eating a Snickers Chewing bar, Because right? that, that's a marathon for me. And uh, it's used in lots of ingredients now, including in the Cheesecake Factory. You can get the Snickers Bar's chunks in a cheesecake. So uh, It's a party. It's out there. Right, yep. that's adding fat to fat, right? I mean, it, it, just when you think a He's, cheesecake. This guy's into health so much. You can't get it. Fa- can you no, enjoy no, I love it. it. I love it. Just add more Indulge fat well, The Cheesecake it. Factory is the only company whose business model is to dream up ways to make you fatter. Every, That's it. What do you think McDonald's does and everybody else? No, not like the Cheesecake Supersize Factory Supersize it does, and yeah. two for $3 and whatever. Yeah, yeah, McDonald's yeah. just wants to sell more. Cheesecake Factory wants to put you under. They want you to die <laughs> in their restaurant. So have you seen the commercials on Snickers? Well, the, oh, yeah. like the Metropolis, uh, no. I've seen the billboards. Snickers really satisfied. With, like Betty White? Betty White. Yeah. And, and they have, you know. Now so, we're talking. Yeah. Betty White, Abe Pagoda. Joe, Pes- uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, Roseanne Barr, and they all turn, like, they're, they're that person. And they turn yeah. into, into regular people. It's phenomenal advertising. That's, so that's what they got going on. I missed it. I haven't seen it. You don't watch TV. <laughs> he doesn't do anything fun. He doesn't eat nougat. He doesn't eat beetle secretion. Okay, am I supposed to cleanse my palate meat? after that or not? No, no, no. We already cleansed our palate. All right. I can take another bite of uh, this terrible. Uh, I got to say, Thank this you. might be my favorite candy bar. It's got to be, right? 
I mean, who doesn't like Snickers? I'll tell you this. The Snickers is the, is the one candy bar. Their commercial is actually true. It does satisfy. It fills you up. You can eat a Snickers bar and go another couple of hours doing whatever you're going to do. Yep. It's got the nuts in it. It's got the nougat. It's did very you, satisfying. When you were shoveling, would you, uh, would you stack up on Snickers? I was uh, an organic tea drinker when okay. I was shoveling because uh, you, could, you could count on the balanced displacement of caffeine through organic teas rather than going for coffee where it's often added yeah. as an additive. So when I'm going to go 18 hours and shovel, I'm going with the tea. He would go 18 hours. 18 hours was a short day. It's the only uh, candy with a cookie crunch. So <laughs> that's not Snickers. Is that a Snickers? No, no. that doesn't sound like Snickers. Who is that? It's Twix. It's, like, it's yeah. Twix. They're all Twix. All Twix. That's a great, that's a great uh, candy bar right there, Twix. Twix. Great. Which is more a cookie. I guess you're right. Than a candy bar. Twix. Twix. Yeah, Twix are good. Did you do Twix earlier in the show? We didn't do Twix. No, why not? Going to have to do another show on this unless this turns out to be as bad as it probably is. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Urinal talk. Yeah. yeah the bathroom yeah. talk with John Hart. So what's the, what's the number one selling candy bar? Did you go over that? Uh, I, I don't know what the number one is. It's got to be Hershey. It's got to be Hershey, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Just a regular Hershey yeah. bar, right? Yeah. Now kind of boring, but... So the Hershey was introduced in 1900, but it was a failure until... No, it was 10 cents. And in 1932, um, we have the Depression. It drops down to a nickel because uh, they couldn't sell them anymore. Nobody needs a Hershey bar. So they end up surviving to it. After World War II, mm -hmm. they go back up to 10 cents. And they stay at 10 cents until the late 60s. And now they're a buck. So yeah. from 70 to 2013, they go from 10 cents to a dollar. They go up 10 times. In, in, in their defense. Yeah. Wasn't the dollar actually worth a dollar pretty much up until the 60s? How much is a dollar now? A dollar? No. It's the same value as it was in no, the 70s. Yeah, it's still a dollar. Yeah, it doesn't buy as much. It doesn't buy as no, much. It certainly doesn't buy 10, ten uh, candy bars anymore. You can get one. You could get 10. When I was a kid, I could get 10 for a dollar. Now they're one for a dollar. When I was a kid, I used to love Sour Patch Kids. And because Swedish Fish. You could get them for yeah. a penny. So you could just go through the couch and find yourself enough change to get the sugar rush that you needed, plus a little, little bitterness in there. And the need, need is the most important word there. Need. Right. And speaking of germophobia, yeah. like, do you remember when you can go into the Swedish, they, they had these boxes of Swedish fish, just and then everybody just reached their yeah. sweaty hand in there and yeah. put it in a brown bag, and then and none the of us, now we get more came. sick. None of us we were sick. We didn't get sick then. We didn't get sick. No. Drank from the garden hose. Played in the mud. Remember that? Ate the mud. How many times did you drink from a hose? Oh, totally, always. right, Mr. Jonathan? All the time. It's not yeah. a fan. I, I don't like All it. All the but time. And then the water was hot. You know, yeah. you go behind someone's house. You're thirsty. You just walk behind someone's house and get a drink out of the hose. Yeah. Hot yep. with bucks running by in the it. Old Nothing. Man. <laughs> like a man. And you All can day. get sick. You can All get day. sick from that now. We Why? couldn't get sick then. But we didn't, though. Because we, we didn't. Yeah, it was a different Because you time. built a tolerance up. Yeah, the tolerance for poison. Yeah. like battery acid. Because the people, like I go to a third world country and I can't drink the water. They drink it and they don't get sick. That's a good mm. point. I drink it and I get sick. They built a tolerance up to it. Yeah, Maybe if you just drink a little bit at a time while you're there, you could build up the immunity. I'm not taking a chance. Uh, do you drink the water? You're going to the Dominican Republic. Today. No, I do not drink the water. Bring some water back. We'll drink it here on the show in little bits and see what happens. Look, it's not good. I got to say, this is one hell of a combination. It is. Yeah. Okay, the Snickers bar with, this is the Ortsack 1962 Habano. 
And uh, we just had a show on uh, a couple weeks ago. We introduced the new Cigar of the Year, and we brought down the uh, Cigar of the Year before that, which was the Ortsak 1962 Bulletproof. Mm. Congratulations to that. But this year, or at the end of last year, you introduced uh, the Habano and the Maduro version. The San Andreas. San Andreas, Mm. Maduro. Now, this combination, I think, goes better. The San Andreas, even though it's a great cigar, this combination of Snickers, you chose the right one to do. This combination works. We chose the right one all the time, yep. including the cookies and cream that went with the Papa Frida. Yeah, yeah. And he agreed. I was, I was with John. I was kind of, you know, doubting it, but because uh, you looked at the dark cigar in a, in a, in yeah. a light chocolate, right? Home run. Yeah, home run. Can I give you guys the answer? Yeah, give Two. us the answer. What? There Taste. really is no bad pairing when it comes to candy bars <laughs> right. and cigars. <laughs> this they all work. Speaking of candy bar and cigars. The Cigar Bar. Yeah, yeah you baby. suggested that during That's our show prep, and it was idea. vetoed immediately because it was too gimmicky. This is a three, just like a Twix bar, this has three bars Twix inside has two. of it. Not Twix. What's the one we just ate? Kit Kat. Kit Kat. This is like the Kit Kat Kit bar. Kit Kat has four or two. It's nothing like either of those. So it's exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Cigar Bar. Premium handmade cigars, three smoking cigars inside the pack. It looks like a candy bar. It is not candy. It is a 6 by 70 ring gauge cigar in it. We chose not to smoke this today because it's just too humongous. There was a question on the chat box regarding that. Yeah. Uh, just wanting to know if they could get those online. That's they can. You. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the thing is you just can't smoke this in, you know, in 15 minutes. I mean, this is going to take you the whole two-hour show to smoke this thing. Sure. So you buy a pack of these at 20 bucks. You got six hours of smoking enjoyment. There is a, such a thing as too much of a good thing, and this is too much of a good thing for me. Uh, I can't smoke cigars that big. Uh, although it's box press, it's not that big in your mouth, but it's a seventy ringgit. That's a big, it's a big cigar. A big cigar. Is, is that the, the size of the Snickers? Well, put the Snickers bar up against that. I bet that's the same size. Yeah, it does look like it's about the same yeah. size. Good oh, eye. The, the thickness of a of a Snickers yeah, that's bar. That's a it's, Snickers bar, right? Oh my there. god! Exactly. It's exact. See? Good eye, my man. It's the same yeah. exact thickness. So we know a Snickers bar is 70-ring gauge box press. It is. Yeah, it is. Nice call. Yeah. Again, we and, learned something. And that's a great thing to share with your friend, too, the right way, right? One for you, two for me. So ah, that, absolutely. That works. There we go. Oh, I get a bell for that, you too? Do. That's, the, that's the gentleman's way right wow, there. We're right. passing out bell rings like nothing today. Like, it's, like it's candy. Yeah, We're throwing like, around like bell candy. rings like it's candy. Like the candy. So... Love the 1962 Bulletproof Cigar of the Year. Great cigar. Still sells like crazy. All of a sudden, um, you come out with two lines uh, towards the end of the year last year, and it's the Habano and uh, the San Andreas, which is the Maduro version. Is this the same cigar, but the wrappers changed, or totally no, different cigars? totally different blend. I mean, people were asking for it. Every time I've done an event around the country, people keep asking What's next? What's new? Give us something else to smoke in the Ortsak. We love the Ortsak 1962 Bulletproof. We want something a little bit milder and something a little bit more fuller-bodied, something a little bit sweeter. So I went into the blend lab, and I came up with the Habano first, which was it's an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper with Nicaraguan filler and a Nicaraguan binder. Okay. So what you should be getting is a little bit more of like a medium three-quarter in strength. It's, it's good for me. This is, this is what, what yeah. I want. Lots of flavor, yeah. but the strength is never going to compromise the balance and complexity in the blend. All right, I Once, got a flavor for you. Oh yeah, take a bite of the Snickers. Stand by. Get Just it on. A little get bit. it on, Mike. Get Here it on, Mike. Get it all happy. You're going to be blown away by this one. 
Once you get it swallowed, take a pull on your Ortsack. It's my, it's my favorite candy bar. That's right. the answer. And you get the essence of jalapeno. Again, you you got a little zing cutting through the uh, the creaminess of the chocolate and caramel. I think I need a chip. I got a palate cleanse for you right there. Now, what's everybody saying about you guys chewing for two hours? I mean, is this? Oh, we've, we've gotten got emails. Yeah, and, uh, we've got feedback. emails. They right. hate it. They hate it in past episodes, and we do it all the more. They hate it really. <laughs> That's right. David yeah. does I mean, it it's got to be annoying because I hate when people chew near me. But you me know, if you're, me too. If you're listening in your car, it's the ambience, man. I mean, this is a cigar show. We actually smoke cigars on the radio. Right. The only show that does. We right. want those sound effects. We I mean, actually really, do chew. What's more, and I'm sure the people listening out there will agree with me. What is more annoying? And I'm, I, we should take yeah, some we, hits on this. What's we, more annoying than mouth sounds? So someone else chewing, eating. What's more annoying than that? Lip smacking. Chalkboard scratching. Yeah. Dog barking at midnight, neighbor's dog. Sirens. I got a thing about sirens on the radio. If I pull over one more time because a commercial has a siren <laughs> in it. Yeah, that's happened to me. That's definitely happened You've to me. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> yep. That should be illegal. It's crazy. That's I can't actually- believe that the thing goes off and I'm checking all around me and then I stop pulling over to the side of the road and then the voice comes in and it says, oh, if you've been heard in an accident yeah. or whatever commercial comes on. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I pull off the side of the They're road. never hiring you. The alarm right. clock. I don't, I don't have one of those anymore. No, no. How about the cell phone? You know how many times I answered my cell phone and it was a commercial yeah, on the yeah, radio? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Gets me every time. Ringer. Because you get the phantom buzz. When you hear it, you hear the ring. It's the same ring as yours, and your hip vibrates even though it's not your phone. You've got to touch it with your hand to see if it's really going on. Oh, off. yeah, yeah. When you hit, like, the side of the road, like, past the yellow yeah, line, yeah, yeah, you kind of drift over the, the wake up, wake up stupid yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like it. Thank God for that. Yeah, I, I agree. Like that one. Yeah. It saved me a couple times. I yeah. just get on it every once in a while just for fun. You know? yeah, clean the car off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get the snow off the roof. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that cell phone ring, it's really like a good call to action because if it's on the radio, I mean, I'm constantly like, yeah, I pay attention automatically. Sure, sure. You know, because commercials, you just doze off. I mean, who really listens to commercials? Does anybody listen to commercials? No. You know, I heard... Uh, but, but that's going to hurt our advertisers, so they listen I, to our commercials. Also. I got to give yeah. props. I'm not sure. I'll say his name. Uh, his name's Glenn Orbway. He's a sports personality sure. here in Boston. He just got fired, basically. But he was kind of talking about... a long time. Yeah, a long time. He kind of was the instrumental behind the success of sports radio. But he was talking about kind of the change in the industry, if you will, and specifically going to Victor's point here about, about commercials and people now timing... The commercial breaks. So when a commercial comes on, they'll switch to their competitor station or to a different yeah. station, knowing that the commercial break is 90 seconds long, time it out, and then come back so that they have a consistent flow of programming. And Glenn's point was, and he had, actually had uh, Robert Kraft on, the owner of the Patriots, to kind of get his take on it, and he, he wouldn't really comment, but it's this. It's product placement. So you mention the product. You mention the advertisement throughout the show, and you never go to break. So, for example, this Snickers bar, man, I'm enjoying this guy right here. You know, whatever it might be, but you're having product it's placement. Part of the- Part of the content. Part of the content, so you never have to go to break. When do you go to the bathroom? <laughs> right. You just hold it. That's where the problem comes. Don't you have the bedpan underneath the desk there? I'm actually going yeah, to I'm strongly, <laughs> I'm strongly considering switching to Depends because I'm sick of having to get up during the day. I drink a lot of coffee. I just like to let We've you know. We've been here for four hours, guys. If you right. tighten your belt a little bit, you'll never feel a thing. From the waist down, you just go numb. Ah. And you won't feel the heat or anything. <laughs> kind of like the heat. Yeah, just go ahead, man. Still, oh, it's, it's warm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So how about, do you remember your first trip to Costco? You guys go to Costco? Yeah. Okay, you remember walking up the candy aisle and you could actually buy Snickers boxes? boxes yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, that day was the best day of and my life. it was life. cheap. Yeah. You yeah. know, compared to what you were paying in the store for Right, a candy yeah, you go bar. to the gas station, you yeah. buy, like, you know, a Snickers for $1.50 or whatever. 24 of them that, for $9. Wow. That's cheap. That's, That's the way deal. to go. <laughs> That's, That's the deal. way to go. I had like a candy bar. I had a gasoline station candy bar display at my house one time. I had everything from Mallow Cups all the way to Kit Kat and Skittles and everything. I love Mallow Cups. That is a dead brand. My yeah. dad. You don't see that around. How about no. Whatcha McCall? Snowcaps? Whatcha McCall? Oh, Snowcaps? Snow oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Goobas, did you catch? Did you catch last week's show? No. Dave was talking about uh, what they gave away one year for Halloween. It was yeah. the oversized... Uh, pennies? I used to get pennies in my... Uh, Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups. The ones that you got at the movie theater. Oversized? Yeah. I, don't, I never had those. Yeah. Like the supersize. Really? Oh, super yeah. Supersize. Wow. That sounds exciting. My dad had to take away my mom's BJ's card because... That wasn't he, last week's show. That was still this show. That was last week's. It feels like it was this week's. Chuck no, went I think, no, I think it was warp. this week. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. That, oh, was, just that was about 15 minutes ago. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Chuck just proved... Did this feel like it was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, this it is, feels like it was yesterday. This yeah. is Groundhog Day. You know, yeah, it yeah, is. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck just proved that quantum mechanics really does exist. Yes. Went through a time warp and came back out. That's right. If you do the math on buying things at BJ's and, and Costco, you end up spending more because you buy stuff that you don't need in bulk. Oh, no, wait a minute, pal. Listen, I need every one of those Snickers bars <laughs> on my counter. Only if you buy stuff that's going to go bad, like fruits and vegetables. Toilet paper. Right. No, toilet paper's fine. Yeah, I guess. But if you buy too much fruits and vegetables, it goes bad. You've got to throw it away. But candy bars, do you ever have a candy bar go bad on no, you? No, those things will last through. They'll, they'll survive anything. Yeah. Sometimes they get over hot in the car or whatever, and you well, take they, them out, and they, they got the oh, white that's spots. that's the best. They're already warmed up for you. And the chocolate's all Not melting down melted the wrapper. and then cooled and melted and cooled. It's, no, come on. It's disgusting. I can't do it. So what's the best candy bar to eat health-wise? Uh, that would be none. None. He's going with none. Now, it depends on what do you mean by health-wise. You know, I thought chocolate was good for you. You should have some chocolate. Okay, yeah, chocolate, uh, you know, the, the jury isn't out yet on uh, chocolate. You know, every doctor has their own... Uh, 70%. That's why they call yeah. it a practice. Yeah, yeah, it's a practice, exactly. So, except, like Jonathan said, uh, 70% or higher is uh, typically good. It has uh, a higher antioxidant level. Cocoa actually isn't bad for you at all. It's actually good. Here we there go. We go. This Friday is March Madness. It is. At Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. You want to stop by? It's the one time a year we blow out stuff to get ready to bring in new stuff. How are we going to take this Ortsak Habanos in a big way? we got to get rid of old stuff that didn't sell. They're not bad cigars. They're just uh, not selling, so we have or a big sale. Yep. Yeah, once a year. It's going to be this Friday at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. This is like the coming of the brides. I mean, the people are lined up. It's a crazy thing for you to see. It's this Friday, March 2nd. I'm this Friday, March 1st. Yep. Uh, at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Go on Two Guys Smoke Shop Salem's Facebook page, and you can see the picture of last year's March Madness, how long the line is. It's ridiculous. Here we go. So anything new uh, for you coming out besides the uh, new Ortsack? You got some new stuff? The new Ortsack is hot. The San and- try the San Andres if you haven't tried it. Try the Habano. It's incredible. All right. And if it's anything like uh, the regular Ortsack Bulletproof, you know uh, we're telling you, you there's a, a great cigar here at a, at a good price. So uh, for uh, the guys in the studio today, Chuck Morrison uh, by our side, Mr. Jonathan, thanks for John Hart for joining us here. Victor Vitale, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Cigar Authority this week and every week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
Don't say forget, it. folks. Say it. say it. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. I'm a sugar high right yeah. now. <laughs> hey, guys, real quick. We forgot this week's Gentleman's Way. Gentle- this week's Gentleman's Way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair cannot be subtracted from one's life. Real quick here, guys. Bathroom etiquette. All right, we hit on this earlier. A couple things. Number one. Always think about the person after you, okay? Always think about the person after you. Toilet seat up or down, I say return it to the neutral zone. You know what I'm talking about? After you're done doing your business, toilet seat all the way down to that neutral position. It's all about equality, baby. Number two, public restrooms. Look, don't go for that middle stall, okay? Space, all right? Respect the space. If there's more than two stalls in a public restroom, go for the far left or the far right. Be a gentleman. The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Are you debonair enough? Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me. But you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady, too. Desperado Cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado Cigars. Lowest-priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. Try to save some money around here. You hear? tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's 